0: Are you obsessed with The Traders on Peacock? Because I am. While The Traders is not on Bravo, we have plenty of Bravo labs on this show, so we are going to talk about it, honey. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Bravo and Blaze with Jenny Blaze. I'm going to set the stage of this show, The Traders, streaming on Peacock, and give you all my review on why it is my favorite show that is currently airing or streaming. So we are in season two of The Traders. Apparently, there are UK and Australia versions of this show that I have not yet watched, but I'm hoping at some point that I get the chance to. Season one of The Traitors was amazing. It really was a knockout rookie show for me, especially because of Kate Chastain's performance. I love her. And if you go back, I did an interview with Reza, who was on season one of The Traitors. Unfortunately, he was the first one to be murdered on that show in that season. But That's just a testament to how threatened they were by his performance. And I really felt like Reza could have done some damage in that show. He needs redemption. We need him back. So I can't really compare this show to anything on Bravo. I would say the closest thing that I would compare this to is House of Villains, which was recently on on the E! Network. And. After watching that, because Traders season one came out, then House of Villains came out, and now we're watching Traders season two. If I had to rank them all, I would say House of Villains was so good, but Traders is still up there for me. And so season two is now ranking even higher for me than season one. So season one had Bravo Labs, other reality stars. They had Ryan Lochte the olympic swimmer he was on there he was hilarious to watch oh my god he made me laugh like every time he was on the screen but they also had normies on the show it was like half like tv personalities and then half normies so if you don't know what a normie is normie is basically a normal person <laughs> like someone who's not been on a reality show or is in the public eye or whatever It was fine the way they did that because it does add a different perspective when they're playing the game because if you have, like, we know these Bravo Lebs. I know Reza before he walks in. So, of course, they're going to go for Reza because they know he's a competitive person. So that same kind of, you know, like, target on your back doesn't exist for these normies. So it almost feels, like, unfair a little bit. But, I mean, some of them were okay. Some of them annoyed me. Some of them grew on me. But for the most part, I wasn't really interested in watching them. So I'm glad that we don't have the normies in this season. Not that there's anything wrong with normies. I actually wouldn't mind watching the traders with only normies. I think we should keep them separate, though, because it it there's a lot of dynamics that play into this. It's more fun for me to see the people who have already established some type of pop culture presence because we know them, but we don't know them in this capacity, in this competitive game of the traitors. Betrayal. Fakes. Fraudsters. I love Alan Cumming. And even for the people that I don't know from the other shows, because obviously I know all the Bravo Labs, but I... I don't watch a bachelor. I don't watch survivor big brother or any of those. And even though I don't watch the other shows, I still enjoy having those people playing the game because as I'm watching, I'm looking at these people from the other shows with, you know, fresh eyes, but other people who are watching, they either are, ride or dies, maybe I've seen everything that this person has been in and they have an opinion and then people message me and it's just very interesting to see the differences in, there's just a lot going on, guys. Okay, so why is The Trader season two currently my favorite show that is airing or streaming? For one, Bravo Leberties are participating. For all my Bravo people, you know, we know, these Bravo Lebs have taken role in our lives in some way, shape, or form. They either are symbolically us or someone we know, and we've gotten to know so much about them over the years, so it feels familiar and it feels comfortable to watch them. Also, my inner cheerleader is always, always, always going to root for my people. Also, if you love Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip and how we get to see housewives from different franchises interact with each other, then you will most definitely love this part about the traders as well. I remember the first time I watched Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season one, and I had this new rush of excitement that I don't get when there's like a new season premiering or a new cast member. So this is special, I think. <laughs> Number two, the the second reason, there are new TV personalities or celebrities playing. Let me just run down the list of shows. We have MTV's The Challenge. You guys remember that? That show's been on for decades. And I haven't watched this whole time, but I remember back in the day and to see like CT on my screen, it's like, whoa, what is going on? Then you have Drag Race, Dancing with the Stars, Love Island in the U.S. and U.K. I've never seen Dancing. Well, I've seen Dancing with the Stars, but I don't watch it religiously. I've never seen Love Island. Um, They got Kevin from Bling Empire. I love that show. They have people from The Bachelor, Big Brother. They even have World Athletes. Last year they had Ryan Lochte. This year they have Deontay Wilder. Okay, Deontay Wilder, maybe the man of my dreams. <laughs> I didn't know who he was before I watched his show, and just from like watching him, I'm like, oh, he seems like he's a, he's a boxer. Like he's probably super competitive. He's gonna do really well in these missions. He's, I didn't know anything about his personality when he cried after the first elimination round table, I just, I'm like, oh my God, someone protect this man. I love him. I think he's amazing. But we also have a UK politician who was in parliament. And then I was trying to figure out how to describe Marcus Jordan. And at first I was like, I wanted my go-to, my mind was like, oh, he's a Nepo baby. But then I'm like, wait, no, he's not. He's only a Nepo baby if he, like, played for the Chicago Bulls because his father, Michael Jordan, did. So that doesn't really apply. So then I was like, is he, like, an heir to the Jordan Empire? And then that made me think, like, I guess he he is, right? But then what qualifies you as an heir? Basically, anyone could be an heir. So, like, do you only call someone an heir if they have, like, a certain – Amount of money? What's the threshold in being called an And Is that even a job title? Like what kind of title is that or label? But whatever. For the purposes of this, we will call him a Bravo Lab because he's Larsa Pippen's boyfriend. And the fact that they're on this show together is just everything to me. I love this couple so hard. You guys have no idea. I met them at BravoCon. I had... I sat down with Marcus for a little bit, and I think he's great. I, everything we're seeing on this show is confirming what I felt from meeting him firsthand. So loving it, loving it. The third reason I love this show is Alan Cumming, who is the host, and he brings the fash hun. He is dramatically hilarious. He throws comedic shade, and even MJ said he's a chef's kiss of a human being. The fourth reason I love The Traitor so much is the theatrics. We have smoke and fog for ambience. We have, upon arrival, in the first scene, everyone pulls up to this amazing castle where they have drummers wearing all black with full hoods covering their whole head and (laughs) no sleeves. (laughs) Drumming. And then there are explosions, not just in the opening scene to like greet them to the castle and the show, but during the missions. Like this is, I would like to know their budget. And I think that theatrics add to it perfectly because this show like the actual game is pretty cutthroat but it's so unserious but serious at the same time I almost want to say camp might be the right word for it but maybe not I don't know I don't want to (laughs) misuse but let's go into what this game even is what is this competition so basically you have all these people arrive Alan Cummings picks two traders by tapping their shoulder while everyone is blindfolded seated at this round table. If you are not chosen, then you are a faithful. The goal of this game as a trader is to eliminate all the faithfuls to win the prize of $250,000. But as a faithful, your goal is to eliminate all the traders to win the prize. So how does this work? How do people get eliminated and all that stuff? After the traders are selected, the whole group, faithfuls and traders together, they do a mission where they have to compete and play together as a team to win prizes. If they don't work together, they don't get any money. So it wouldn't be smart for a trader to like sabotage or a faithful to sabotage at this point, at least in my opinion. But don't forget, as they're working together together, to get this money, they're all still simultaneously trying to sniff out the traders or make sure they're not found out as a trader. And don't forget, in between missions and roundtables, they're all hanging out and trying to figure out who is a trader. They're having conversations. Some of them are being very serious. Some of them are not. And it's funny because whatever energy you bring into the game, it kind of like it impacts your thought process and like how you're perceiving someone. Like if you're a diehard, you know, like you're clocked into this game and maybe someone else isn't, but they do something that's stupid. Like, oh, they made a joke towards this person that could incite questions and people start talking and that's how the traders win is they get them off their scent. Also, at the missions, there are chances for anyone, traders or faithfuls, to go get a shield, which will allow them to be protected from elimination. So far, there have been three shields in each mission. Since this show is just starting, before the traitors go into their first turret, which is, it's kind of like a dungeon in this castle. Where they go in in full robes with the hoodie And it's the only place where the traders can, you know, speak freely without any faithfuls around. So before they go into the turret the first time, the first two traders don't know who the other traders are. They're just going in, they're like, I don't know, they see Alan, they have to do like a whole vow and swear and say, I am a killer. (laughs) And then they can go into the turret and meet each other for the first time. So in this turret, this is where they will decide who they are going to murder, which faithful they're going to murder together. Once they make their decision, everyone has to wait to find out who got murdered the next day in the breakfast room where people are like making their guesses, like who who do you think is going to get murdered, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, whoever doesn't come in is the person who gets murdered. But also, let me just backtrack a little bit because – We start out this season with two traders, but what Alan Cummings tells them is that they have to, the two traders have to pick a third trader to join them. That third trader is going to know, but they're not going to know who the other traders are until the next turret meeting. Okay, so essentially my conclusion on the rules of this game and how it works is just that there, the dynamics between all the moving pieces, people forming alliances, people's competitive nature coming out, personalities clashing, influential people crumbling. <laughs> it's insane. And I love it so much. I'll go through the cast. Okay, so we got Larsa Pippin from Real Housewives of Miami. She was married to Scottie Pippin They are now divorced, and now she's dating Marcus Jordan, who is the son of Michael Jordan, who was playing for the Chicago Bulls with Scottie. (laughs) It's interesting that they have a couple on this show who are competing in this game, because that's like you already have an alliance right there. However, Larsa and Marcus both said like, you know, we're together, but, like, don't get it twisted. We're individually playing. And I wonder what would happen if, like, if Larsa was a traitor and Marcus was a faithful, if she would have, like, killed him right away. <laughs> or vice versa. Because Marcus was like, hey, if I got to kill, I got to kill. It's so funny. I love it. But who else do we have? We have Peter Weber of The Bachelor. Don't really know him. We have Tamara Judge from Real Housewives of Orange County and Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. We know her. We know Tamara. She knows how to, she'll just say what she's thinking. But I don't know. She is kind of surprising me in this game so far. But I'll move on. Peppermint. Peppermint is from Drag Race. Didn't know Peppermint before the show. I'm a fan now. Don't have much to say on that. Max from Dancing with the Stars. He seems like a cool guy. I don't know him. I don't like I know that show. Obviously, I've seen some episodes, but I don't watch it die hard. We got Phaedra Parks, who is from Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip and Married to Medicine. She is made for this game, by the way. Made. Sheree Whitfield from Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm enjoying Sheree. She's funny because, you know, she'll bring the shade if she needs to. But she hasn't needed to yet. We got CT from MTV's The Challenge. And that was like seeing him. I was like, holy. CT. Oh, my gosh. It was like a time warp seeing him. Still love him. Still love him. Heaven from Bling Empire. Is on this show and he is clueless. <laughs> I love it. He's just like, oh man, like, everyone's like pretty competitive here. He's like, I don't, he has no idea what's going on, but it's holy race. Karsten Bergy Bergerson. He is from Love Island and I love him now. He also is very meek. I would say Kevin and Bergie are like probably the two most fragile people on this cast. I don't know. Maybe Kevin's not fragile, but like just kind of clueless and like, what am I doing here? Dan Giesling is from Big Brother. I really, really, really dislike him for a lot of reasons that I won't go into right here. I've never seen him before this show. So all of my disdain for him comes from watching the first three episodes of the traitors. Just FYI. Again, we got Deontay Wilder, the heavyweight boxing champion. Oh my God. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. He's so into this game and I just love how he's, I just love how he's so confident yet. So fragile. (laughs) I want to protect this man. It's so funny. I had to watch the show twice, obviously. After the first time, I was like blown away. I'm like, I need to go back and watch this. Now watching it the second time, I'm like, oh my God, Deontay. I didn't realize the second time or until the second time, he goes hard in those round tables on who he thinks is a traitor. And so far, they haven't gotten the traitor right. So both times, he's completely... Completely crumbled, just crying. He's cried. I cried with him. I love him so much. We need to protect him. But we also got Ekansu Sue. She's from Love Island, UK. Never watched that. She's gorgeous, by the way. We have Janelle from Big Brother. I am scared of her. She is not hiding how competitive she is. And I almost feel like, is that a good strategy? Because that, when you're too competitive like that, it kind of puts a target on your back in this game, I feel like. But, I don't know, Janelle's going hard. And she wants to be a traitor. <laughs> we also have Johnny Bananas from MTV The Challenge. I know there has been problematic behavior in the actually is it problematic i know people don't like johnny bananas but i think i love him don't hate me we also have john burkow who was in parliament he's a former politician in the uk which is so random (laughs) but welcome john he's um he's actually a pretty funny addition i'm glad he's there Then we got MJ, Shaza Sunset MJ. I am loving MJ. I'm loving her so hard. I skipped Larsa and going into how much I love her because I was distracted by Marcus, but Larsa and MJ are killing this game. They are made for this game. They are so good at this game. And I was not expecting it. And I actually, I feel bad now I feel guilty for underestimating them. I didn't think they were going to be this good. Same with Phaedra. I knew Phaedra would be good, but I didn't know Phaedra was going to be this good. And who else do we have? Harvody. She's from Survivor. I don't know her from Survivor. I only, know her, I only know her from this show. And I just like, I like that style of headband once in a while. I can't do it every day, it's bothering me so bad. But also I think Parvati is a really bad actress and I think she's effing up right now. But then the last but not least, traitor cast member is Trishelle from real world Las Vegas. I believe she was in the challenge as well. And she is messy. I don't, I didn't really watch her on The Challenge. I watched her on Real World Las Vegas, but that was so long ago. I can't really be like, oh, that's who she is, you know, like decades later. So I wanted to give her like a clean slate, but she is just turning out to be messy and not really likable for me. Personally. But as I record this, we have only had the first three episodes of The Traders released on Peacock. I highly recommend this show. I'm obsessed with it. Leave a comment and let me know if you're interested in hearing more on this show as the season goes on. Thank you, everyone, and stay